0: Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of the Grinding True Crime podcast with your host, Maddie Matt, along with Todd Fox and Gabby Gabb. And we are here back live, breaking down another episode today, which in which I will be narrating. Uh, But before we get into that, I want to let you guys know where you can find us. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Just type in Grinding True Crimes. And there you can follow our page, like our page, and leave a comment, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. If you would like to listen to us on your podcast streams, just go to Podbean, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, and Pandora. And for those listening to us outside of the U.S., you can continue to listen to us on Podchaser, Radio Public, Breaker, and Pocket Cast. Go to RedBubble.com, type in Todd Fox 80 and there you can get some merchandise courtesy of the Grinding to Fronts. And if you would like to leave a donation to better our cause, you can leave it at Cash App and just type in dollar sign grinding true crimes. Listener discretion is advised because we do get into details that might be graphic and unsuitable for certain listeners. So listeners discretion is advised. And next week we will be going live once again. And we came up with a time. The time will be 9 a.m. Pacific time so next sunday was that june 25th yes yeah, yeah. or 26 one of them uh, 26 yeah june 26th 9 a.m pacific time we will be going live so uh listen in we'll have a live voice uh live chatting uh we'll read some comments and do like we did uh last month so if you enjoyed it we'll do it again anything else you want to add to that talk?
2: yeah i think that's about about right
0: okay Well, with that all being said, we are finally at the conclusion of the story that I've been breaking down for the past couple of days, and that is the story of Joseph Pritzel. Um, So this will be part three. If you guys haven't heard the story, before I get into it now, go back and listen to part one and two, so that way you can catch up and uh, know some of the details that um, I said in the past, because I'm not going to go back on certain things, so. If you haven't listened to it now, uh, I will pause it and go back to listen to part one and two. So with that being said, today we'll conclude the story.
1: I am getting my brain prepared because I was very angry last time.
0: (laughs) How about you, Todd? (laughs) I'm the same.
2: That was a rough one last week.
0: Yeah, it really was. Even some of the comments we got on the even mentioned that that was one of the worst cases we've done. Mm-hmm. Um so let's jump into it um we left off with Joseph imprisoning his daughter Elizabeth in this underground cell when she was just 18 and kept her down there raping and abusing her for the next 24 years in which she bore she gave birth to seven children, one of which died three days after being born. Now I mentioned that three of the kids were living down in the cell with Elizabeth and the other three was raised by Joseph and Rosemary upstairs in the house. Now, you had mentioned this last time, Gabby, and I said I'll get into it. You mentioned if any of them suffered any kind of mental uh, illness or any ailments due to the incest. Yeah. Believe it or not, none of the kids were born with any deformity or any kind of birth defect caused by incest. Wow. Yeah. they' <laughs> we'll go
2: ahead, Oh, it's just... I was just going to say, because I was just taking a deep breath, because it's hard to believe um, there's a, a a famous family in uh, Virginia that's like severely mongoloid because of of uh, of the incest in their family, like really bad. Like they make, mm. you know, they make noises of animals to, to, to speak because they can't speak and they have, you know, they're cross side of all these deformities. And the fact that, you know, none, none of that happened with that many children is pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, I, I looked. I went on several websites, and I couldn't find nothing that said any kind of deformity was caused by the incest. So, as far as I'm concerned, they were born as normal as they could be given the circumstances that they were uh, born in. Well, at
2: least they didn't have to suffer like their mother. Absolutely.
0: But yeah. Yeah. Now, as far as the three kids that was raised, in which he convinced, uh, which he convinced. His wife, that Elizabeth left them on their uh, doorstep. Um, they weren't being mistreated. In fact, they were going to school. They went to school. They had a normal life. Nothing was going on with them. And uh, he actually took care of them with the help of his wife. And social workers would often visit them. In fact, they were. They even approved them as their foster parents because, according to them, they heard they heard of nor saw anything. That caused any suspicions.
1: So they were getting money for the kids.
0: Hmm. So they were good oh. getting money. Social worker approved it. They were illegally foster parents to the three, the the three middle kids.
2: Did they do any homework? Like, hey, uh, we'd like to speak to the mother to make sure this is cool.
0: The oh, the m- rosemary.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, oh. Meant to about Elizabeth because the CPS was just like. All right. You know,
0: <laughs> well, well, remember, uh, you know, he forced Elizabeth to write letters oh. and say that, you know, to the mom, Rosemary, that, you know, according to her, she couldn't raise the kids. So, you know, I'm going to leave them here. So if you guys can raise them, you know, because she he forced her to write letters to them and she believed. Them. Hmm. Yeah. So they lived a pretty normal life you know it's normal like i said normal they can be
1: i mean good for the kids that they could live a normal life sad for the three that are in prison with her
0: exactly yeah. yeah and of course and then speaking of them when it came towards the other three that he kept in the cell things were obviously different you know the oldest two which were chris kirsten and stefan they were the oldest two they were kept down there since they were born and then uh later in the year i think it was 2002 the youngest one felix was born and he was kept down there and the only reason why he was kept down there was because it's 2002 they were getting older and he knew that rosemary couldn't take care of them anymore along with joseph so that's the only reason why he kept the youngest one down there so as of now it is the oldest two and the youngest Well. Those three were the ones kept down there. But for the first several years, it was just Elizabeth and the oldest two. And yeah, they were forced along with their mother Elizabeth to dig out soil while they were down there with their bare hands for years. And I and it's led to believe that they were digging it out because he would add on extensions of the cell. So, but in order for them to dig out certain areas he forced them to do it but he had they had to do it with their bare hands Jeez,
1: why he couldn't risk them using anything that they could hurt him with
0: that was punishment punishment for what he's a cruel and sick man remember i mentioned that in the previous episode if they did anything wrong he would punish them by either cutting off the lights or not feeding them or whatever this was some of the other things that he uh used to Punish
1: Punishment for being born because of his sick ass.
0: If he was upset with Elizabeth, I guess he would take it out on the kids <laughs> as well.
2: What a freaking monster. Yeah.
0: Now, Elizabeth tried her best to be a caring mother. She would teach them, it's, she would teach her kids how to read and write and would cook for them with the little that Joseph would provide for them. Um, like I mentioned, they had a refrigerator, they had hot plates. And um, she did her best to, you know, be as loving mother as possible can be the condition that she was in.
1: Elizabeth has a huge heart because I'm going to tell you right now, there's a lot of cases where daughters are raped by a family member or their dad or their brother Mm -hmm. and get pregnant.
0: They can't find themselves to love those children. I was thinking the same thing when I was reading this. I ain't gonna lie. I was saying the exact same thing. It was like, man, she must have a really big heart because you know, these kids unfortunately are apart from him and what he was doing to her. And like Gabby said, some people don't want those kids.
2: That happens a lot with the religious families that they force them to, like if their daughter's raped or someone mm-hmm. and they have them have the kid anyway. I mean, they're, Gabby's right. There's usually some detest towards that kid, like sort of like a blame unfairly. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, you got to resent it because it comes from that trauma, that abuse.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Because you don't look at it as a blessing. You're like, oh, my God, it was. it's a reminder that you were raped.
0: Yeah. And not only that, you don't want them to go through what you're going through. You know? Yeah. So, but but she, you know, she took care of them. That's extreme That's- love. That's extreme love. She took care of him as best as her ability that she could do. Mm-hmm. And according to a family member, which was uh, the sister, his sister-in-law, Joseph, uh, Rosemary's sister, she mentioned that Joseph would go down there every morning at 9 a.m. And down there, he would draw up plans to make machines for his job because he was an engineer or whatever. He would be down there um, and sell products for his work. And he would often stay down there overnight and would not allow his wife to come down to serve him any breakfast or even coffee the next morning. So he would be there from morning, sometimes till night. And then the next morning, you know, when it's breakfast time, you know, we want to serve some coffee. She wasn't allowed to be down there. She wouldn't go down there. She, she just never did. She had to wait till he came up. Maybe. Oh, No, I'm
1: just saying, I don't know.
0: neighbors oh go ahead sorry
2: i was gonna say that that lady's insane dude never questioning a dang thing never trying to be curious at all you know
0: yeah because i mean any spouse who would go to let's say a man cave from morning to the night and not even be there until the next day i'm quite sure their spouse or significant other will at least check on them see if they're alive or anything so nope
1: yeah, because for them to stay down there and not come up to the family or to go to bed with the wife, it would be weird. Mm-hmm. You're like, what the heck are you doing down there all night?
0: Yeah. So <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. Somebody cannot be that oblivious. I don't know.
0: Well, <laughs> she, according to paperwork, she is. <laughs> um, <laughs> neighbors who stayed nearby for years claim that they would hear noises coming from the basement. But what do you think Joseph blamed it on? Uh,
2: The radio? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know.
1: I don't
0: know his work. Uh, I guess you could say that. Uh, He basically blamed it on the faulty pipes that he had down there and (laughs) that he had a gas heating system that was down there that was causing a lot of noise.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, everyone knows. I mean, if you have a faulty gas system or you know leaky pipes they always sound like children screaming or someone being tortured i mean it, come on yeah
0: I, yeah I don't know
2: why these neighbors would even think twice
0: exactly you know <laughs> you're right joseph you're totally right i'm sorry for even questioning i heard noises it is the leaky pipes i'm sorry there we go like, exactly. come on man <laughs> God. but yeah he, he that's what his excuse was for many years
2: He's all. He's all. Yeah, it's Lakey pipesy. And they're all
0: okay. All right, I believe you. <laughs> yeah. um, for years, the suffering continued, and the and that they didn't have. Um, I'm sorry, and some of the ailments that they had was because of the fact that they didn't have any sunlight, any fresh air, or any medical condition. So uh, they had a lot of physical problems to go along with the suffering that they was going with, you know, as far as the abuse that they were going with. They had a lot of physical problems.
2: Lack of vitamin
0: C. Lack lack of vitamin D. um, Their bone structures and everything. Mm -hmm. One of the things that happened um, for Elizabeth, it's kind of jacked up. It's kind of sad. She would eventually lose all of her teeth from the lack of dental care.
2: Oh,
0: yeah, one by one, her teeth just started falling out because she's been down there since she was 18 and um, she didn't have no, she never went to the dentist, so one by one, her teeth all started falling out, dude. The
1: malnourishment well and the mm-hmm. neglect,
0: mm-hmm. they all would suffer from vitamin D deficiency, anemia and they all had bad posture due to them being in a small cramped cell. In fact, Stefan, the oldest boy, he couldn't even walk upright because he had to always slump over in the cell that they were uh, in, the low ceiling cell that they were kept in. He didn't even know how to uh, walk upright.
1: Jeez.
0: Yeah. So.
1: That was the baby?
0: Stefan was the oldest boy. Um, Kirsten was the oldest. She was born on uh, in 1988, I believe. And then it was Stefan born the next year. The youngest was Felix. Yeah. Speaking of Kirsten, it was her who had a severe illness that actually shed some light into the truth of Joseph Fritzl and who he really was. She suffered a major, il- she suffered a, a severe illness And on April 19, 2008, this is what happened. Kirsten fell unconscious, in which Elizabeth convinced Joseph to seek medical attention for her so that she can finally get some medical attention for the first time. After several hours, he finally agreed. And for the first time in 24 years, he allowed Elizabeth to see the light of day. And the only reason why he allowed her to get out of the chamber was to only help him carry Kirsten outside. Dang. Soon as she did that, he forced her back into the chamber.
1: Well, how did she come out? Like, through another area, not through the house?
0: It didn't mention, but remember, he has several secret passageways.
1: That's
0: right. So, you know, he probably had her go out through one of the passageways so that Rosemary didn't see. Um uh through an ambulance, Kirsten was taken to a local hospital and was admitted in serious condition with kidney failure. Ooh. hmm So her um immune systems weren't weren't doing pretty good. Um now good old Joseph would later arrive to the hospital that day in which he claims he found a note. Written by Kirsten's mother. Hmm. And in that note, he would discuss her conditions as well as what was said in the note to the local doctor who was taking care of Kirsten. And his name was Albert Ritter. Remember that name?
1: A note.
0: Yeah. He convinced, I guess he went back home and convinced Elizabeth to write a note and send it to the doctor because um, when the doctor saw Kirsten, she was clearly not well, and they had no medical record whatsoever. There was nothing on file about her. So they were complexed and like, well, who is this person? how she showed up? Yeah, you know. However, the medical staff were no Officer Johnson's.
1: That's good.
0: They didn't believe the story Joseph was telling them according to the note, and they later contacted the police. Because, like I mentioned, there was no medical record of her. How does this man out of nowhere come up and give them the, the conditions? And when, in until the, their eyes, she doesn't exist. There's nothing. They, they don't even know she was born. Yeah. Wow. So they contacted the police, and two days later, on April twenty first, two thousand. Well, they contacted the police, two, the police two days later on April twenty first, two thousand eight. So we're fast forwarding to 2008. This is the year 2008. The police came, checked it out, and they did a broadcast and and an attempt to appeal to the public for the missing mother to come forward to provide information about Kirsten's medical history. Now, sometime in 2002, um, Joseph would provide a TV And a radio for um, his captives down there in the cell, but I remember you remember I mentioned he only gave them a fridge, a hot plate, a bed, and some other thing. He eventually gave them some kind of entertainment and allowed them to have a TV down there along with the radio. That was in 2002. So somewhere in the years um, of their captive, he put a TV down there.
2: What a swell guy! Very swell. Yeah. Very swell.
0: Um. The police would soon. The police would soon question Joseph, however, because you know obviously they was contacted, and because of the information that he provided the doctor, they reopened the case about um, Elizabeth's disappearance. Ooh. The police did. They oh, reopened okay. the case because they're starting to see that this Joseph character ain't who he's saying he to be, and some of the story that he's telling them ain't adding up. So they finally they went back and reopened the case about his missing daughter Elizabeth. However, Joseph kept telling them the story of Elizabeth, and he kept he kept he kept his uh, story original story that she ran away and she was uh, being in she was in a cult, and also claimed that she had a he also claimed that he received a recent letter, written by her, dated from on January two thousand eight, which updates the fact that she's still in a cult. In the town of Chemitten, which is in Austria, Austria, which is, and that's about 226 miles from Amstetten, where they are. So he forced her to write a brief letter stating that she's still in the cult. She's in the small town of Chemitten, and she he made him she he made her dated January 2008 to make it seem like this is most uh, most recent letter. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think the police did when they got this information, this new information?
2: Did they actually investigate? Is that what you think they did?
0: Yeah. What do you think, huh?
1: I think they do. I think because of the medical staff that doubts him, they're going to have to investigate, especially if they reopen the case of her disappearance.
0: What do we call the smart police talk?
2: Uh, oh, either Kendis.
0: Yeah, yeah, Officer Kendis. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have some officer kinders in the in the country of Austria.
2: About freaking time.
0: Yep, this time they didn't fall for it. They did something very smart. You know what they did? What's that? They contacted. They contacted a Mister Manfred warford and he was a church officer and an expert on cults. He had he was contacted, and he had a lot of doubts about the existence of this cult that. Joseph would describe in fact he said it didn't even exist and he also stated that this letter seemed that it was very dictated and written oddly so he got on the case he saw that that this letter was written it it wasn't natural and not only that the cult that he's describing in the letter it didn't the letter was not described in the story I was reading it didn't say any detail but according to him there was no existence of the cult that he described in fact it it didn't it wasn't real at all so he dismissed that
2: yeah because he probably told the cops yeah it was the cult of, uh, <laughs> of McDonald's yeah that's what it is Grim- <laughs> grimace runs
0: it who knows what he described but the expert <laughs> said yeah man this ain't happening. Just, there's no cult that does such <laughs> thing so he shut that down okay so going back to self Elizabeth. After seeing the broadcast, pleaded with Joseph to take her to the hospital to see her uh daughter Kirsten. So this was uh April 21st when all this stuff was happening. So five days later, on April 26th, he finally gave in and he released her one more time. He released Elizabeth, and he also released the other two kids that were down there, oh. um, Stefan and Felix, and he brought them upstairs for the first time in their life they saw sunlight wow and what
1: did the family say
0: didn't mention but I will get into some details about that um, later in the um, later in the story about the two families now he and Elizabeth went to the hospital to see Kirsten and upon arriving the doctor Albert Ritter who was a smart man was like okay hold up who's this girl That's what Joseph, he contacted the police immediately and within minutes, the police were on the scene at the hospital and detained both of them there um, and later took them to the police station for questioning. So shout out to Albert uh, Ritter for being smart and seeing something suspicious and actually doing something about it.
1: Yeah. Mm
2: hmm.
0: So he gets the uh, he gets the reward for the kenda, even though he's not a police officer, he still gets the kenda award. He
2: gets a certificate.
0: He gets a certificate. <laughs> so when they were finally separated, Elizabeth told the doc told the police that she would not say anything unless they promised her that she would never see her father again. So automatically, that raised suspicion. Dang. They concluded that you will never see your father again if you give us detail. So when that finally happened, for the next two hours, she opened up about everything she went through. She confessed to everything, including the rape and the reenactment of the cruel abusive scenes that he forced her to perform in front of the kids down there in the cell to to humiliate her in front of him when i read that part that that, that hit me. it's jeez, like not
1: just one person now he has traumatized all of them
0: yeah
2: yeah like right when you think he has he can't get any lower you hear that part and you're like freak man like like jeez i mean it must have been hard for the detectives to believe all this like i'm pretty sure there was one jerk in the detective bureau that was probably like, I gotta see the basement I gotta see if this is real because like, I can imagine all this coming at you at once is really hard to believe but when they found out it was all true my god, I bet you they wanted to they wanted to castrate them before Gabby made her (laughs) ruling.
0: I can can almost guarantee you that that's probably what crossed their mind yeah um So yeah, so after hearing all the confessions that uh, Elizabeth Gay uh, told them, um, the police completed their investigation and, um, wait, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, the police completed their investigation and at the age of 73, Joseph Fritzel was arrested on suspicion of serious crimes toward the family, such as murder, by neglect, rape, kidnap, and other charges. Dang. So, Did
1: they go see the house?
0: They did. They did go see the house. They did uh, investigate. And Joseph actually told them how to uh, get through all the cells. Uh, because remember in the last episode, yeah. he had uh, all, the doors. all the doors and stuff. So he actually did tell them. The next day, Elizabeth and all her kids, including her mother, was taken into care for treatments, and they had to go through many uh, therapy throughout their lives.
2: Jeez, yeah, I know that that's going to be a lifetime full of therapy for at least yeah. Elizabeth.
0: Yeah. Um, after a short four-day trial, uh, Joseph with Joseph uh, Fritzel. Four days. It was a four-day trial. Dang, yeah, after they heard everything, and uh, this was three weeks before his 74th birthday. Joseph Fritzl, what do you think happened? Well, what, what do you think was the what do you think he did?
2: Probably committed suicide,
0: okay,
1: like the coward he is.
0: You think so? Yes, believe it or not, he did not. What he pleaded, he pleaded guilty to the charges. everything. Well, he pleaded guilty to the charges of murder by neglect of his infant son. Remember uh, one of the kids didn't make it. He died 3 uh-huh. days after his twin. Was murder. Yeah. So he convicted of murder as well as the decades of enslavement, incest, rape, coercion, and false imprisonment, and he was sentenced to life in prison. That's it, though? No. That's not it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get into details of the aftermath. Okay. Yeah. Um. One thing that stood out was the confession that Joseph said, and he made he did an interview shortly after the trial and everything, and one of the things he said was that he had a a, a desire to have sex with his daughter. And that desire um, just took over after so many years. He he did say, though, however, that he did not start raping her when she was eleven. He started raping her after the fact that he um, captured her in the cell, which I don't believe.
1: Of course not.
0: Yeah, yeah, because she ran away prior to that. So yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: So (coughs) excuse me. Freaking pedophile! He didn't want those charges. Yeah. Sick bastard.
0: Keep and I'll peep this. What do you why do you think he put his daughter in the cell according to him? <coughs> uh
2: if he's sick or twisted, he's probably like you keep your toys locked up. I don't know.
1: Because he was in love with her and obsessed with her, and he could not bear her to let her go.
0: Um No. He said that he did this because he wanted to be a rescue for his daughter. He wanted to rescue her. Rescue her? Yep.
1: From what? Her freedom? Her ability to live a normal life?
0: This is his words from the interview. He said, ever since she started puberty, Elizabeth stopped doing what she was told. She just did not obey my rules anymore. She would spend all night in bars and come back stinking of alcohol and smoke i tried to rescue her from this swamp i organized her a job as a waitress but sometimes there she would not go to her work so that is why i arranged a place where i gave her the chance by force to keep her away from the bad influence of the outside world
2: Okay, he really thinks the world's stupid or he's that insane. <laughs> oh, my God. The, hey. level, the level of narcissism is just off the chart.
1: By the way, I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because I'm so damn angry that if I don't laugh, I don't know what's going to happen.
2: Yeah. You almost have to mix it up.
1: Jesus Christ. Like, coop.
0: What? Well. <laughs> He also said that um, his desire to have sex with his daughter increased to a point where he was no longer able to control himself. He also claimed that he raped her for the first time only some eight months after the incarceration. So, like I said, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He said he didn't rape her at eleven, but not until after eight months after the incarceration. And he also denied that he ever handcuffed her or tied her to a leash, as it was reported earlier.
1: Wow. He said
0: that it was unnecessary. My daughter had no chance of escape anyways. At some stage, at some time in the night, I went on to I went down to the cellar, laid her on the bed, and had sex with her. I knew Elizabeth didn't want to uh, do what I what I did with her, but the pressure to do the forbidden thing was just too big to withstand. It was an obsession with me.
2: Again, he should have got the death penalty for that. I mean, that's crazy. <sighs>
1: sick mother effort. how are you gonna go up there and, and and isn't it sick enough that you're talking about your daughter i had an uncontrollable obsession i What's had an uncontrollable desire to have sex with my daughter
2: yeah. i'm
0: protecting her from the outside world you ruined her yeah that right there messed my mind up who your own daughter
1: How the hell does this bastard get life and not death?
2: He should have got death. That's for sure.
1: He gets to live for free, at the expense of everybody else, for what stupid things that he did.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't. It didn't say it was a plea deal, but he pleaded guilty. And peep this: he admitted to raping her. How many times over the lifetime? Over that time, how many times do you think he raped her? Give me, a, give me a number.
1: He's probably going to say only the times that she got pregnant.
0: Okay. What do you think, Tom?
2: Yeah, probably something like that. Probably only a handful of times
0: just to try to minimize it. Believe it or not, no. Mm-hmm. In the 24 years he had her captive, he admitted that he raped her over 3,000 times. Jeez. Yeah. 3,000. You know, it's
2: hard to believe that, but then like like the number, but then you think of the years gone by and then how many times, like he, you said, he was down there almost every night. Uh, it's definitely possible and everything else like that, but just to put a number on it, it's like I wonder if he had a chart, if he was just making a line every night. I mean, what that's just disgusting behavior and thoughts. I mean, just thinking about that is just turning my stomach right now.
0: Yeah, it's just pure evil, man. There's no, there's no way of slicing it. It's just pure evil. You know, your own daughter. How
1: does this girl ever get over this?
0: I'm glad you brought that up. Um, we're going to, that's why um, I, I closed the case of what happened to him, but I'm going to get into the details of what the aftermath of what happened with the family.
2: Okay.
0: So Joseph was sentenced to life. In fact, he is receiving death threats from inmates as we speak. So uh, they got him um, in an area where he can't. Uh, be killed, obviously. by oh, the so site. he
1: gets isolation for his safety.
0: Yes, yeah he he don't want to he don't want to go out in the public uh, cells because uh, he already knows that once he do, he's dead. So, this was 2008. He was 73 at the time. 2022, so he's like in, up in the 90s, if I'm not mistaken. To um, so going back to the story of the family, there were conflicts amongst the two separate families with the kids upstairs and the kids downstairs and it was caused actually by Joseph and Rosemary well you know because the kids upstairs to them Rosemary and Joseph was their family was their mom and dad but when they finally met the kids downstairs it was a whole conflict and even Elizabeth had a falling out with her mother who she felt could have put a stop to this a long time ago and she had uh she had a, a she didn't at some point they stopped talking because she felt that she could have did more
1: i agree her mother was stupid stupid woman
0: why are you blaming her
1: okay Put aside the fact that your protector, your father, is the one putting you through all this trauma, all this disgusting behavior. I cannot imagine how she felt. But your mother, the person who had you, you were a part of her for nine months, should know better to protect her children. Mm -hmm. So she is as responsible as him for being that
0: stupid. Well, you think so too, Todd?
2: Oh, yeah. She should deserve some blame for sure. For just being that myopic and not trying to investigate once in 24 years.
0: Well, remember I mentioned that, you know, we'll talk a little bit about Rosemary. She was completely unaware of what was happening in the basement of the family and the home of Amsterdam. She was completely unaware.
2: Mm hmm.
0: You know, because cause, uh, Joseph convinced her that, you know, she ran away and those kids were left by her, left by her um, to raise because she couldn't take care of them. Um. So after, uh, there was many speculation, however, that Rosemary was involved. However, she was never charged. Police would investigate her, would question her, but everything. All those charges uh, uh there was never no charges and she was quickly cleared after uh, an interview in the year of 2011. so it went on for several years but after in the year 2011 they completely cleared her of all charges so she was never charged for anything because they found out that she was unaware according to her
1: how you're gonna be unaware for decades that your child is down there being abused then all these babies come out of nowhere
0: they interviewed her they questioned it they investigated and in 2011 they cleared her they quickly cleared her of any charges
2: do you think she's a a evil genius Gabby you think she actually knew some of it and she's playing it off really good that she got out of it
1: it's hard to tell but regardless of whether she knew or she didn't knew i mean she didn't know she's still guilty
2: yep i agree
1: like i don't care how misinformed you are you're this you're this girl's mother this is your (coughs) husband and you're gonna tell me you don't question a single damn thing that comes out of his mouth
0: she believed what are you she believed everything she believed everything that he said so she had no doings, according to police. She had no doings with with, what was going on. And like I said,
1: the fact that he was already a tyrant, he was already abusive, manipulative, and how freaking overbearing he was on everybody, including her, it was already her responsibility to get her kids out of that situation. I agree. So right there, you're already at fault.
0: Well, like I said, for a long time, Elizabeth didn't believe her. Didn't believe it, and for a while they didn't speak but they eventually re- uh, reconciled and they are good together now
2: wait the mom and her are
0: yeah eventually down the line they did reconcile and uh, now they're you know that's as close as they can be. They're, they're good together now if
2: close Listen you mean man. she hits her with a baseball bat right
0: <laughs> you wouldn't forgive your mom
2: hell no kidding me? I'd start over. I'd I'd do my best to not have any relationship with anything related to that man's last name.
1: At least to me that would be a constant reminder for the rest of my life. I would disown that woman.
2: Absolutely.
0: Well, like we said earlier, Elizabeth really has a big heart. She does. Yeah,
1: clearly. My respects so. to her because I could not do that. Yeah. After everything she was put through, to still have the heart to forgive? No. It's for me, it's hard to understand, and and I know with me that would never happen.
0: hmm
1: Yeah. But uh, she's she's a good human.
0: Now, eventually, after uh, uh, Fritzel Joseph was arrested shortly after, I think 2000, uh, 2008 somewhere two thousand nine, Rosemary did eventually divorce um, Joseph. So eventually, she she did a bit, uh, she did a divorce him um, shortly after uh, the trial and everything was uh, shed to light. She did a divorce. So (sighs) I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not, you know what? Joseph tried to get his family back together on his side shortly after in 2009, he would um, make many phone calls to Elizabeth and write letters to her and even tried to persuade Rosemary not to divorce him. But of course, that didn't fly and what know.
1: face do you have <laughs> to be grasping your daughter to have a relationship with you after decades of abuse?
0: Obviously it didn't fly. It didn't happen. So they they have nothing to do with him. Um, he has got
1: like, to be the freaking devil. Like how more demonic and twisted and sick can anybody be? Yeah.
0: So Elizabeth
1: I have pain on my shoulder, something yeah. stressful.
0: Um Elizabeth. Uh, was taken into care after the um, horror and is believed to live in a small flat in Linz, which is about 30 miles from her previous home. So she's, she's on her own, taken away and living on her own. Now it's crazy because you mentioned something, Todd. You know, you said that if I was Elizabeth, you know, I would change my name and have, have nothing to do with the Fritzl name okay yeah eventually she did smart um she was given a new name following the trial and with strict laws to prevent her identity being revealed she now lives with her six surviving children um in a brightly painted house in a tiny hamlet in an austrian countryside which also cannot be identified and is only referred to by the country's media as Village X. So they are separated away from everybody except for, you know, small, you know, villagers that live in that town, wherever they are. Wow. And she still took care of those kids. She still took care of those kids. Um, She eventually would have to, like I said, go through therapy. All of them did. The ones that lived in the basement, including Elizabeth, would have to learn how to Um, live life normally they had to fix their bone structures um, get used to the light because light was uh, hard on them Mm -hmm. Uh, um, Elizabeth had to learn how to drive Um, some of them even uh, their speech they had to uh, practice with their speech so they went through many types of uh, therapy to help them (coughs) excuse me um Elizabeth, believe it or not, actually found love. Really? Yeah. She was uh, one of the guards, because believe it or not, they have uh, security, uh, 24-hour. I believe they have 24-hour security. And one of the guards that was um, sent to watch the house, she fell in love with him. uh, Elizabeth, at the time, um, was 42, and he was 29. Oh, crap. Yeah, so so the big ace difference, but she did find love. So after several years of rehabilitation, she's somewhat as normal as can be, and she did find love um, eventually. So, excuse me. Um, What do you guys think so far? Just
2: an insane story, man. I mean you you would have loved for this to just to be a book and nothing you know, you know you'd love for it to be fictional, not truth, and unfortunately she went through this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel for I feel for the uh I feel for the grandkids. I feel for the grandkids the most. Uh well not the most, but I feel for them because, you know, they didn't enjoy a childhood. Kids. The grandkids.
1: His children.
0: Oh yeah, well, his the, well his children um I feel for them too because you know as a kid you want to enjoy going out you want to enjoy playing outside going to the park. Christian and Stefan didn't have no kind of childhood none whatsoever they didn't play catch they didn't go out and play on those swing sets they didn't do none of that
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you know your whole years was wasted. So I feel for them. What do you think, Ab? What do you got at?
1: No, this made me cry. I can't believe it. This was the toughest story I've ever heard.
0: Yeah. yeah and it
1: I've just heard. it makes me emotional, the fact of like how she still has the heart to go on in her life, to forgive, to live as normal as possible, and to raise those children that came from her disgusting scum father no he don't even deserve the word father he's not a father
2: yeah i would have thought she would have abandoned the kids uh changed her name and moved to like the swiss alps or something just disappear and live a, a life of solitude and try to find her own way like i like gabby said it's crazy how she just inherited the kids moved on and tried to make things as best as she could That's. That's incredible. That the, the willpower that she has is amazing.
0: Yeah. It, it is. It is. Now, I'm going to give you guys a little twist. Oh, twist. the story. Twist. Now, remember the oldest daughter, Kirsten, who was the reason she was ill? And um, <clears throat> if it wasn't for her being ill, none of this, they probably would still be in the cell to this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, she was taken to the hospital in critical condition. Mm-hmm. She eventually came to, um, um, and she she was well. She eventually became well. Uh, she didn't pass. So
1: um, she recovered. She
0: recovered. She is now thirty four. However, going back, I mentioned that um, Elizabeth started losing her teeth. Remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She started losing her teeth, and because of the um, deficiency from uh, no sunlight and vitamin D, she started to age really badly. Oh. Yeah. When she got out of the cell, they said that she was 42. She looked like she was 68. Yeah, she aged pretty badly. And police believed that Joseph kept his granddaughter, Kirsten, who was 19 at the time, as a sex slave as well in Dungeon.
1: You know, I was thinking about that. I was wondering, did he ever abuse her?
0: And the reason they suspect that was because um, you know she the, the appeal of Elizabeth was no longer there, so they they suspected that he started to use his abuse on her because she was younger and you know more attractive in a sense. Um, they did look into it um, at the time when uh, Kirsten was in the hospital, she was induced into a coma. So she was induced into a coma for several weeks. And they don't go into details. They refuse to answer questions regarding if she was uh, abused or not sexually. They uh, Investigators don't answer it. Police don't answer it. However, it's still up in the air and it's still a speculation that she possibly may have uh, been sexually abused as well. So it's probably one of those things where we don't want to, you, know, you know, bring up more trauma that she already went through and bring it up to light. So we'll just leave it at that. You know, if she doesn't want to answer, she, they didn't make it public. But police do suspect, including the doctors, suspect that um, she was sexually abused by Joseph. So this man was severely sick, severely sick. To
2: say the least,
1: is yeah. he dead? No, he still lives,
0: he's still alive
1: to this day. Mm-hmm. How freaking old is he?
0: what is he? Uh, he's in the 90s. Let me see.
2: What year was he born?
0: What thirty? Oh, man, you got me you Got to go back. He was born in 1935, 35, 65. Yeah, he's, he's eighty-seven. He's almost, eighty-seven. Yeah, he's still alive. He's eighty-seven years old. Yeah, yeah, he's still alive. Still, still in prison. And uh...
1: see, that's where the system is so twisted. Why does he deserve protection? Let them kill him.
2: Yeah, put him in general Let population. Him rape
1: him and abuse him and beat him and peel him and cut his balls and his dick off in <laughs> pieces, little by little, so he can suffer a little bit of what he made his daughter go through. Why does he get to be protected after everything he did?
0: You know, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't disagree with you. Uh, I, I feel that he should get some, you know, some street justice, some jail justice, you know, even though he's an old age now, he still should serve some kind of, I don't, you know, wish suffering on anybody. But in this case, uh, he, he needs He same. needs a little taste of his own medicine.
2: Yeah. I think they should have kept him captive for about maybe five years and then just release him in a general population with a with a, uh, you know, instead of one of those kick me signs on the back of his back, it says child rapist. And then let the let the uh, like he said, prison justice, take care of him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um.
1: (sighs) It's private should have been incinerated.
0: Hey, like that? Yeah. Off, off with his heads?
1: Yeah. He don't deserve to be called a man, nor a dad, nor anything. He's not human.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, the, his uh, lawyers tried to say that um, he had mental disorder because no one in their right mind would have sex with their daughter. No one in their to- right
1: mind would go through the whole process of building what he did, making sure that he had what he wanted. Hold on. How
0: hold on. he you want it? Hold on. He also stated that what he went through as a child, being um, you know around the Nazi uh, government at the time, you know. Oh come on. He saw how they would take things by force, and he also looked up to his mother, who was also a tyrant, and she did things by force. It appealed to him, and he started to adapt that behavior.
1: Yet because of it, he killed her. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense.
0: Hey, they tried. I looked to...
1: up to my mom, but I hated the hoe and I killed her. <laughs> I locked her up, let her starve and suffer until her death because I looked up to her.
0: But that's where things were twisted because later he would say that he hated her. You know, he looked up to her at one point and then some point he said he hated her. So he was just
1: trying to excuse the stupid. That's lady. all.
0: That's all. Well, you
2: he, gotta, he, gotta,
0: he looked up to her because she
2: was up in the basement. So he's always <laughs> looking up to her. You
0: no, know what, Todd? Don't do that. I'm
2: <laughs> <laughs> just saying. It's facts if you think about it.
0: It was she was actually in the attic.
2: Well there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you? Up, oh yeah, I I messed up basements below. Yeah, yeah. So she was in the attic, so he's obviously <laughs> looking up to her.
0: So he's obviously looking up to her. Todd, you're disrespectful <laughs> for that. You know that. <laughs> but um you, you now that the case is out there, you gotta read some of the interviews, uh the things that he said that caused him to behave in a way. It, I it's can't. it's just It's mind boggling. I only read uh, some of the things he said, but if you read the interview that um, he did after his trial or during his trial, it just it'll just make you more infuriated, you know, just the fact that he couldn't he couldn't control his passion to have sex with his own daughter.
1: That's just just sick right there.
0: That's just some of the things he talked about. But if you guys want to look into it, you got to read the the interview that he he, uh, he did.
2: When I you think would, uh... I'll pass on that one <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: going to
1: pass too I can't handle that like, Literally, I feel the knocks on my shoulder I already cried, this, it, it was too much
0: She actually did cry so, I right.
1: cannot read the stupid excuses, anything that comes out of that man's mouth
2: Yeah, Matt now owes her a massage
1: A trash, I'm sorry, yeah. not, not man He's trash <laughs> yeah. He's scum
0: Yeah So um, the kids are alive all of them except for the uh, Michael who passed when he was only three years old. And um Elizabeth is still alive and well. Uh, she has a man in her life now. And they're all in a village called Village X, away from public society. If you um, ever
1: hear this, Elizabeth, my respects to you, woman. I I don't know how you could do it. But, she, wow.
0: She is definitely a strong woman, and my condolences to her because she, I can tell you right now, nine times out of 10, probably 10 out of 10, nobody would do the things that she did. No.
1: Yeah, as far as this could turn you so, so like hateful on anybody and everybody in life. And I would want to die.
0: Yeah. She even after a while, I didn't mention this, but after a while, she even stopped her therapy because, uh, like you said, Todd, this would probably be a lifetime, you know, uh, thing they have to go through with forced therapy. She eventually stopped. She's actually she's come to grips with it and moved on. She's actually moved on and doing well. She's happy and living a happy life. Clearly, obviously, she still has those memories, but she's living as normal as best she could. So she's a really strong woman.
2: Trip out on that.
0: Trip out. When I read that, I said, "Wow, good for her!" You mm-hmm. know, for her to go through that and to say, "You know what? I'm done with my therapy. I, I, I can move on." Um, and now she's taking care of the six the six kids. They actually they actually became uh, good together. There was, like I said, some kind of uh, brief conflict, but it wasn't until the the three kids upstairs. Finally, called her mom when she knew that she got them. She won their hearts. So, because for years they were called Joseph and Rosemary mom, and when they finally found out the the real story, and they eventually started calling her mom, that's when she knew. Sad.
1: You can't blame them. The kids were put there. They
0: didn't know. Yeah, they didn't know. They didn't know. And I and I don't think she blamed them. I, I think it was one of those things where it's like you guys don't know. You know, And and unfortunately, you you guys are forced by Joseph, I believe, and Rosemary to believe that you are their parents, uh, you are their kids. But when you see that that's not true, it's hard to believe because all those years you're raised by these two and then you find out that, you know, the real story. But it wasn't until they started calling her mom when she finally got their hearts and now they're all back.
1: That's together, hard, right? That's hard, sister mom.
0: Sister mom, that's yeah, yeah it's, I, it's tough, man. It's tough. This it's...
1: freaking weird.
0: I literally what? had to take days apart to finish the story because I had to stop writing because this, this stuff was so hard on me. It was hard on me.
2: Yeah, I could see. I mean, there's a lot to d- lot to dig into on this story. Good
0: grief. Yeah. And there's uh, clearly there's more to it that I didn't cover, um, but I covered as, as much as I could about it, you know, the small 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 minor details that I did left out, but if you guys want to look into the story and um look for yourself, feel free to type look it up. And shout out once again to Frankie for recommending this story. Um this was definitely a, a tough one too. Um, to do and so uh, in conclusion that is the story of Joseph Fritzl. wow what a piece um, of trash what a piece of trash what a piece of trash he should be dead
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah but how this world functions you know life is so dang unfair Wow! he's going to die peacefully in his isolation cell without ever paying for what he yeah. did that's not payment
0: Oh yeah, no, no, no. I hope they don't give him food like like he didn't give them food some days. I hope they just, you know, here here full, throw some food on the ground and eat it like a rat that he had them eating. Like Uh, I I I I wish the justice system in Austria do some kind of punishment to him in some degree that he suffers.
2: Yeah. I just I don't see it happening. It seems like a lot of these prisoners just get way too many privileges and you know, unfortunately, than some of the people that actually live in society. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. So that is the conclusion. Um, that is it. We uh, we know this was a tough one, but um, we're glad you guys are here to listen in to us. Any final words, you guys? That's it for me. Good. That's it. I don't <sighs> Well, with that being said, let's bring it to the close. This has been the Grinding True Crime podcast. Um, If you guys want to continue to listen to us and follow us, just go to Instagram or Facebook and type in Grinding True Crimes. If you want to listen to us, um, just go to Podbean, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, and Pandora. And for those listening to us outside of the U.S., our faithful fans, we love you guys. uh, Continue to listen to us on Podchaser, Radio Public. Breaker and Pocket Cash. Once again, go to Redbubble.com. Type in Todd Fox eighty uh, to purchase merchandise courtesy of the grindy Two Crimes. And with that being said, this has been uh, your host for the show, Maddie Matt Nat, along with Todd Fox and
1: Gabby Gab,
0: and we are signing off.
1: Toodles.
0: Peace, y'all.
2: Come back now. You hear. <laughs>